Hi, and welcome back or welcome to One Book and Two Lives with your host, Haley. Um, And this week, I know I've been switching it up the past couple of weeks, and I'm going to switch it up again. So this week, I am joined by my sister, Lindsay. She's back and better than ever and ready to do this episode with me. Um, So the reason that I invited Lindsay instead of mom this week is because we have a really awesome book um, and we kind of want to dedicate this whole episode to mom. So it's also a surprise and um, we're really excited about it. So this week I will be reading I Love You Stinky Face written by Lisa McCourt and illustrated by Sid Moore. Um, If you get a copy of this book the illustrations are delightful so I highly recommend. Um, But Lindsay and I are going to read this book together and then start talking about how awesome our mom is. So without further ado, here is I Love You Stinky Face by Lisa McCourt. I love you, my wonderful child, said Mama as she tucked me in. But I had a question. Mama, what if I were a big, scary ape? Would you still love me then? If you were a big scary ape, I would comb your whole hairy self to make sure you didn't have any tangles. And I would make your birthday cake out of bananas, and I would tell you, I love you, my big scary ape. But mama, but mama, what if I were a super smelly skunk and I smelled so bad that my name was Stinky Face? Then I would give you a bath and sprinkle you with sweet-smelling powder. And if you still smelled bad, I wouldn't mind, and I would hug you tight and whisper in your ear, I love you, stinky face. But mama, but mama, what if I were an alligator with big, sharp teeth that could bite your head off? Then I would buy you a bigger toothbrush for your big teeth and make sure you would brush them every night so they'd stay healthy and strong. And if you had a sore throat, I would stick my head right inside your enormous jaws to make sure you were okay, and I would say, I love you, my ferocious alligator. But mama, what if I were a terrible, meat-eating dinosaur with razor-sharp claws that ripped my sheets to shreds every night while I slept? Then I would give you plenty of meat to eat, if that is what you liked. And I would sew your sheets back together every day because, after all, ripping them would be an accident. And I would tuck you into your newly mended sheets every night and say, I love you, my sweet, terrible dinosaur. But mama, but mama, what if I were a swamp creature with slimy, smelly seaweed hanging from my body and I couldn't ever leave the swamp or I would die? Then I would build a house right next to the swamp, and I would stay with you and take care of you always. And when you splash to the surface, I would say, I love you, my slimy little swamp monster. But mama, but mama, what if I were a green alien from Mars, and I ate bugs instead of peanut butter? Then I would dress you in colors that showed off your nice green skin, and I would pack your lunchbox with beetles and spiders and ants and grasshoppers and the tastiest bugs you ever had. And I would pack a note with all the bugs that said, I love you, little greenie. Bon appetit. 
but mama, but mama, what if I were a cyclops and I had just one big gigantic eye in the middle of my head? Then I would look right into your gigantic eye and say, I love you, my little cyclops, and I would sing you a lullaby until your one gigantic eyelid got droopier and droopier, and it finally closed and you fell fast asleep. I love you, Mama, and I love you, my wonderful child. I really like that book. I think, you know, I Love You, Stinky Face, one, is just the cutest title, but also it reminds me so much of how our mom, specifically, um, just, it doesn't matter what Lindsay and I are like, and we can be pains, we know it, um, but... Um, but, you know, she always loves us, and that goes for our friends, too. So, like, when we were growing up, our house was the place to be, because everybody loved Mama B, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Mama B was everyone's pseudo-mom. Nobody called her Marla or Mrs. Berger. That just, like, feels wrong. They... (laughs) Am I wrong? No, it definitely feels wrong to even think about. Right? Everyone was just like, hey, mom. And they would, like, give her hugs, pre-COVID, obviously. But, like, it was, our house was always just so welcoming. And she definitely stepped into the role of of mom, um, not only just for us. Um, I think what's really interesting, though, is how well she reads people and their characters. Like... I've had several previous friendships that didn't work out, and from the moment that they stepped into the house and mom met them, she was like, no, uh, I don't like them. And over the years, she stopped being so upfront about not liking them. Rather, it would take a couple of of meetings, and then she'd be like, I don't know, hey, like, I just don't think they're a good influence for you. And then, of course, me being the brat that I was, I'd be like, mom, you don't know anything um update? no they were actually the the worst like mom was correct about that <laughs> yeah mom knows everything um i'm gonna be honest she really does she does know best she does so i want to kind of go through this in in three waves of my life um and Lindsay is definitely gonna jump in with some stories too because our family's been through a lot I mean, you can say that. Uh, understatement. That <laughs> it's the understatement of the year. Um, and there have been, whew, what a year. Anyways, so I think one of my favorite things that mom has ever done was I was getting ready to graduate high school, and I had a really great high school experience. Yeah, Lindsay's looking at me like, I can't stand you. Um, But I did. I really did. I, you know, I was super involved. I had good grades. And I was, you know, in so many different organizations. I was prom queen, which is embarrassing that I'm even, like, mentioning that again. But, like, all of these things were super big and impactful for me. And so, along the way of this, I had made quite a few acquaintances if you will. And so the thing back at home was to throw these giant grad parties and like you would invite everyone. 
So when I was telling mom, I was like, mom, I want to have a grad party and I want to theme at Candyland and you know, I'm going to have X, Y, and Z and you're going to make a balloon arch for me, which she actually has made balloon arches for me in the past for dance backgrounds, like before dances to take pictures with. Um, so like that was like a minimal ask, <clears throat> minimal ask. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, I know how ridiculous I sound. But well, anyways, at least you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we <laughs> I'm telling her all of this and she's like nodding like, "Uh-huh." Mhm. She's like, "Haley, you're planning to invite 300 people. And you know all 300 of these people are going to show up, right?" And I was like, "No." Let's and she's be like, real. "We've had like 300 people in our house before, not all I, at once, but like I, in the same night almost." Yeah, but like you know, this would have been, this would have been a thing. And she was like, what are you going to shuttle them? Like from across, like from down the street at a parking lot? Like, what are you doing? So instead she was like, she compromised and she booked a, a week long trip for us to go to Disney instead. That's a better compromise. Everyone got enjoyment out of that one. I know. And everyone was like, oh my God, Haley, where's your grab party? When are you having a grab party? And I was like, I'm going to Disney. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so like, honestly, I think you know, mom kept me at the forefront of her decision, right? It wasn't like, Haley, you can't have a grad party. We're not going anywhere. We're not celebrating you. You suck. Bye. She was like, okay, how am I going to make Haley feel special, but also not invite 300 people to our house? And so she booked a trip to Disney instead. So honestly, it worked out. It did. It worked out better than the grad party, Hmm. if I do say so myself. I I think you're correct in that. We all got enjoyment out of it. We did. Plus, it was just the three of us, so it was really nice to be together. It was. So, I think that's one of my very favorite things. She just, she's so selfless in what she does, and I think that's one of, one of the best things that she ever did. It was such a great trip. It was. It really, really was. There was not a worry in the world when it was just the three of us together walking around Disney. Yeah, and we've had some pretty rough Disney trips. If no. I do say so myself. No, they've mm-hmm. all been wonderful. Mm-hmm. But this one was really good. So, I I just really admire her spirit and her willingness to celebrate all of our things. So, but I mean, she's also there for the hard stuff, too. She, uh, she definitely is. Um, I've had a lot of, a lot of rough stuff that she's been there for, and I don't think I would want anyone else to do it with me. For example, the summer of 2016, I was, okay, sorry, warning now, like, if I don't get through this, like, I'm tearing up right now, like, Haley can take over. Yep. Because she was there. Mm -hmm. Um, but I went to the hospital on May 24th because I was severely depressed and wanted to commit suicide and that whole summer was about mom helping me get over that and finding me someone that I was comfortable enough to talk to so there were times where I was denied help because I didn't meet the requirements which is ridiculous but it happened um quite a few times But she was the one who helped me find, like, my person to talk to. Um, 
and she was literally there every step of the way until I felt that I was not really 100% because anyone who has depression is never really 100% but she was there for me when I felt the most alone and I probably would I would be here but not as well as I am right now if it weren't for her so not only does she do the light fun things but she's also a great mom when you need her the most she is definitely a rock um damn I didn't expect you to go into that this is the first time you're really talking about it with people outside of people are like seven <laughs> listeners but like you know and seven more people that knew that didn't know till now yeah how does it feel to talk about it it's weird but yeah. I think there's such a stigma for mental health that I was always scared to talk about it for being judged but I can't be scared because I know it's a real thing and a lot of people struggle with it you're a hundred percent correct for those who know me, I battle really bad anxiety. Like, my anxiety is constantly, and I'm on, I'm on anxiety medicine, um, and that's a newer feat of 2020, but, um, you know, mom is always the person that I can call when I need to be quite literally talked off of a ledge. Like, when my anxiety is so bad and I'm having a panic attack, mom is my call. Like, even when I can't breathe, she is the one that is can honestly pump oxygen back into my lungs and make me feel like the world isn't closing in around me. Like, even from a distance, she has, like, a way of just, like, being such, like, a ray of light and darkness that she's willing to take time of her day to make sure that we're okay. And not just us, everyone that, like Haley was saying earlier, like so many people have her number that have gotten in touch with her that she just is willing to help them whenever they need it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the many reasons that make her so special is she's so many people's person that they know that they can go to her. And I know when I was really struggling in college, um, whether it was I was having a bad week or I just needed to get away from the stress of everything going on, um, mom was my call. And I was at school 40 minutes away from home, and so mom would come and get me for a night or she'd come and take me to lunch or we would just go for a long drive and just talk. Um, Or not even talk. Long drives with mom where she just listens to music with mm -hmm. you drinks Duncan just drives <laughs> yeah those two I mean they're they're just really special and we've continued that um when I moved out to DC mom and Lynn's were just a crisp month <laughs> behind me uh so I moved in October and they moved in December or in November and so um when I was having rough adult days which <laughs> big girl Ooh, my put on my big girl panties. Some days you just can't put on your big girl panties and deal with it, okay? And like, that's really okay. <laughs> and that really is. Like, I would call mom and just, like, be breaking down. And she's like, do you want me to come get you? Come spend a weekend at home. I'll take off Friday. I'll drive and come get you. And, of course, it was two and a half hours, which, like, is close. But she would still take off time from her schedule, her work schedule, 
to come and accommodate me because I was I was having a little breakdown. Oh, poor little Haley. But she didn't mind the drive to come get you. She didn't mind at all. She wouldn't. She would not have bat an eye. She mm-hmm. was like immediately like I would call with a bad day and she'd be like, "Let me come get you." Like she, she was, got, and she, she got excited about it. Too. Not that I was having a bad day, but like excited but, that she would yeah. get to see me and hug me for a whole me weekend and spoil me. She, I'm, she, she does like to spoil you. She does. There was one weekend in particular where she came and got me um, from D.C. And I think I had just broken up with my really toxic boyfriend. Um, that was an adventure. Anyways, um, so she came and got me and swept me away from D.C. And on the way back, she goes, do you want to go get soft pretzels and sit by the water? Yes, I want to go get soft pretzels and sit by the water. Are you kidding? Like, she just speaks my love language. And she gets me more than anyone in this whole world ever will. Wow. I know. I said it. Wow. Okay, Lindsay, you the get me too. The audacity oh, no. of some people. You guys hear that? The <laughs> yeah. audacity. We, I literally lived on her floor. For like six months. It's fine. This is Lindsay, this mom. isn't about you. I know this is about mom, not me. We'll do one where it's all about me. Oh my god. Oh, yes, we will do one where it's all about the hair flip. <laughs> the hair flip. Um, so, Lindsay, should we get into some lighter things? Sure. Sorry, that was so dark and deep. Listen. No, don't apologize. We are not going to apologize for our mental health, okay? That's part of the stigma. No, but that was, like, such a, a deep thing for such a, for a child book. I'm so sorry. We did go from I Love You Stinky Face to Disney to I Almost Killed Myself. So... I, I told you, okay? I, you know I, I did it's tell okay. you. I, it's okay. And I warned you that I wasn't going to be able to get through it, but I did it. You did get through it. Okay. That in itself is a feat. And when mom listens to this, I know she's <laughs> going to celebrate. She's going to be like, yes, wow. <laughs> She probably is not going to sound like that. She's actually going to be like, oh, boy, she really opened up there, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Delete it all. Delete it. Start it over. Run the tape back. Um, So one of the things that I love about this book, I love you, stinky face, is how the, the little kid is, like, kind of challenging the mom, right, of, like, Okay, but what if? What if this? What if this? Would you still love me then? What about this? What about this? So, <laughs> I, back in my heyday, um, when, <laughs> when I was in college. Clever. I, yeah, ha ha, heyday, Haley, ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> so, we are all unique, okay? So, Leora. Um, <laughs> so, back in my day, I quite enjoyed having a drink or several really uh with my friends in college Haley, i you know i know some drink some might say that i had an alcohol problem um no not some all yeah so basically at my school that i was at i was surrounded by cornfields and everybody fell into the idea of there was nothing to do other than drink and part of that was correct i'll be honest if you didn't have a car yeah all of that was correct um So, in college, I used unhealthy coping mechanisms uh, to deal with whatever was going on in my life and just drank a lot. So, mom, even though I had an alcohol problem, loved me 
and supported me, not in my drinking problem, but, like... Well, I mean, I guess we did that, too, sometimes. Well... To the extent. Okay. But, speak. like, she she was most concerned with, like, are you drinking and then missing class, which I rarely did. It happened occasionally, okay? Rarely. I'm gonna be honest, it <laughs> did. But, like, you know, she was like, are you still getting your education? Is that still coming first? Which... My first year definitely did not come first, but by my like junior and senior year, I was able to go out and have fun and then grind through the entire week, right? Like I made sure I made it a priority to do my education and get that degree, but like I also made it a priority to go have a couple of trash cans at Brick Street, you know? Jesus. Yeah, I know, okay? We've evolved and changed since then. Anyways, so back in my junior year, It was actually the spring after the summer that Lindsay had just talked about. Mm -hmm. And I was in a sorority. Yep, I hate myself too. Um, (laughs) Tridel. Yep. So I I am a Tridel currently, actively, and I'm an alumna of (laughs) Tridelta. And so we had Mom's Weekend. And Mom had come for Mom's Weekend, like, to stop by and say, hey... Um, the two years before, but this one, I was like, you have to come and stay over. Like I have my own room. I was an RA and she was like, okay. So mom came and stayed over. We went day drinking and typically when you go day drinking, you have like a couple drinks, you play card games, like, you know, you, you have a good time, but like the drinks are never like, you're like rarely taking shots, especially if you want to go out later. Like you're not trying to do all that. Right. So I vividly remember we go out and we are sitting in a bar booth with some of my good guy friends who are in a fraternity and we are playing ride the bus and my mom rode the bus and I had never been prouder and one of the fraternity brothers comes over and is like mama B like what are you drinking? My mom, being a little little tipsy, she was feeling good, holds up a glass of straight bourbon on ice and goes, bourbon? And this fraternity brother goes, just bourbon. And she goes, yep. And so my friend goes, come in right up. So he brings over another glass of bourbon for mom. So now mom is really feeling good, riding the bus, like hanging out. I remember laughing so much that day with her, like... She was literally hanging out and being one of the guys. Like, she was such a bro. And I was, I'd never been prouder. I was sitting there and I was like, this brings a tear to my eye. Look at her. Look at her grow. Grow so fast. Which is funny because, you know, she literally taught me how to drink and how to smoke a cigarette before going to college. We didn't want you to die, so I I know. I was a good kid in high school. And then she was like, oh, no. She's going to have a rough time. I had a rough time anyways, but, like, at least I knew how, like, my tolerance. She had experience. She had mm-hmm. some experience under her belt, but still had a rough time. That's fine. I, you know what? It happens to the best of us. It does. But I think that's one of my, the best examples of, like, okay, but do you love me even if X, Y, and Z? She does. She does. And she'll, she'll even join you if you let her. She, she will. She's a great time if you... Give her a chance. I know. Just give teeth a chance. Yeah, give teeth a chance. <laughs> so, um, give teeth a chance came from one of our trips to Cancun. Um, mom was having a good time. And she's sitting at the table. 
having a good time. Um, and all of a sudden, she couldn't feel her teeth. So she just kept saying, give teeth a chance. And then we walked over a bridge, which she said was made of toothpicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got her up to the room, and she laid down on the bed. And she looks up at the ceiling fan and goes, can you make that thing spin? <sighs> Oy. Oy. Yeah, that was... She's a lot, but she's our mom. And she's a great time. She is. She really, really is. We are lucky. We are. We definitely lucked out in the uh, mother department. Yes. She's our person. Yeah. She is. I don't think I'd want anyone else to be my person, essentially. You? You want anyone else? No. I mean, there are very few people that I trust as much as I trust my mom. She's just... I just know that I can tell her anything. And will she judge me? For sure. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. She'll be like, oh, you're dumb. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you still love me. And she's like, yeah, I love you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, there are so many, oh my gosh, she's been so disappointed in so many decisions we've made. Together and separately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, but she, that doesn't mean she loves us any less. Oh, remember when we put her mixing bowl in the microwave? She wasn't happy with that one. Please, please tell that story. So, at our old house, um, Haley and I wanted to cook something. Oh, we were making um, edible cookie dough mm, dip. Mm-hmm. Edible cookie dough dip, of course. That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Uh-huh. And we had mixed all of the ingredients together in this metal mixing bowl. <laughs> and... <laughs> Being the dumbos that we are. I'm literally so dumb. I was grown. I was probably six, 17, 18. Like, I was a, a grown adult. Should have known not to put metal in the microwave. And turn it on. And turn it on. Um, <laughs> uh, We turn it on, and it was like snap, crackle, and pop <laughs> in there. Like... Uh, it was bad. It was really bad. Oh, she was so disappointed. We had to buy her new mixing bowls. It was so bad. And it, was, it wasn't It was even like, you know, you, you can go to Target and get mixing bowls. No, no, no. This was her KitchenAid mixing bowl. Which, if any of you know what a KitchenAid mixer is, it is expensive. Like, that is a ridiculously expensive kitchen appliance that I snap, crackle, and pop <laughs> in the microwave. Yeah. Someone should not let her near uh, appliances. No. I've gotten better. She has. She hasn't put metal in the microwave recently. I have not done that again in my life. But, yeah. Once was enough. Once once was enough. Um, Oh, there was a time I hit the lady in the Kroger parking lot with the (laughs) car. Yeah. She wasn't too happy about that one either. Yeah. So, I was new to driving. New-ish. (laughs) <laughs> and I ran an errand for mom, and there was this lady who would not get out of the way in the Kroger parking lot, and I was like, what the blankety blank? And I was like, beep beep, coming through, and I accidentally hit her with it the car. It was like a love tap. Like, it wasn't like an actual, like, she she wasn't injured and <laughs> didn't threaten to sue. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a love tap, but she still can Gosh, say she hit yeah. someone with a car. Not hard. Not hard. See, love tap. It was a love tap. But yeah, going home and telling mom that story. Wasn't too happy about no. that one. No. Ooh. Okay, so... 
this will be the last story that we tell before I like start incriminating myself. So <laughs> I went on a weekend trip with some friends and I did a very bad thing <laughs> with a drug and <laughs> I came back and I was like, I can't tell mom this. Like I can never tell mom. What was the first thing that I told my mom? What you did. Yeah, what I did. I literally sat her down at the table and I was like, Mom, I did something really bad and I know you're going to be disappointed in me and I'm really sorry. This woman, I have never in my life seen her look like that. No, she's really ugly. <laughs> it was so bad. And I was like, Mom, I'm never going to do it again, okay? Like, I'm so sorry. I'm never going to do it again. It was stupid and I know you're disappointed. And she's like, Yeah. Um, disappointed doesn't even begin to cover it. And I was like, oh my god. So then I knew that I really messed up. And I was like, but you still love me. And she's like, I love you, but I can't look at you right now. Oof. Oh, yeah, you never want to hear those <laughs> Mama B. No. No. So, again, I love you, stinky face, but I can't even look at you. So... Yeah, and when she's disappointed, everyone knows. So when she's disappointed, everyone goes to their separate rooms and does not come out the rest of the night. Mm -mm. We all just stay there. So thanks to Haley, we all went to our separate rooms that night because she decided to do a really dumb thing. Yeah. Well, at least you know. <laughs> I do. But, again... There's no one that I would rather confess that to. Like, there's nobody that I'd rather run home and tell all my bad decisions to. There's nobody that I want to celebrate my good decisions, which were rare for a while. But There was like a streak where they were all just good decisions, though. I'm still in that streak. Dang. You Anyways, streak. Mom is one of the most forgiving, most kind funny she is so funny with a heart of gold like I I have never met a person who is such a cynic with such a heart of gold mm -hmm. and that's why we love her that is why we love her for all of those reasons and more yep but mom when you listen to this know that Lindsay and I love you and we're incredibly grateful for all of the work that you've done to raise us hooligans <laughs> because it's a lot of work <laughs> it's a lot of work so with that we're gonna sign off today um we will be back next week with another episode reading what book who knows but tune in then thanks for listening thank you <laughs>